Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and tonight we're going to be talking about the green-eyed monster. I'm not talking about a penis with a green condom. <laughs> I am do they make green condoms? I'm pretty sure they do. Green. Green, yes. You do know that green's my favorite color. And they, may, they also make glow-in-the-dark condoms. Glow-in-the-dark green ones? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. That could be fun. It could be in a perfectly <laughs> dark room. I do like green. <laughs> so we're actually going to be talking about, does jealousy have a place in an ethical non-monogamy relationship? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. And I'm sure that there are listeners out there who have probably felt jealousy. I know I've felt jealousy with you before. Oh, I've definitely. Yeah. I think that... I think it's impossible to be human and never feel jealousy. I would tend to agree with you on that. I, I know that we've been in some situations where I've been jealous of a lover that you've had and being able to not be present with you, but hear you um, with another lover has actually gave me senses of jealousy and insecurities. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I can understand that. I've, I've had the same thing happen. I've, there have been times that, um, you and I have been together that we've been with, uh, a particular couple friend that we have that is a very close friend and, um, very near and dear to our hearts. But, you know, there have been times when I can sometimes look over and see you with her and think, Oh, that's, that's right where I want to be. Yeah. Know? So there are times that I think that that pops up and I think it's normal. I think that, um, I think I want to start off by saying that I feel like our society almost embraces jealousy sometimes. Like if you're not, if you're in a, I don't want to use the word normal, but I can't think of a better way to say it, but in a, like a, non-ENM relationship and a monogamous relationship. If you don't feel jealous that your partner is flirting with someone else, then you don't, obviously you don't love your partner enough or you don't care enough or it's almost like we embrace, I mean, look at how many songs are talk about jealousy and about like, 
you know, getting your person back or, or retaliation over jealousy. I mean, it's almost like we embrace it. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because you're correct. There are tons of songs out there and there's been, you know, numerous lyrics that have been written about being jealous of a different lover or, you know, hey, this person um, is now with this other person um, or just the fact that maybe they're looking at somebody else and they're mm-hmm. not looking at them. Now, it's inter- the, the reason I say that it's interesting that you bring this up is because I know that we have been out and you have been talking to another gentleman and I don't feel twinses of jealousy. Um, and I know that we've been with other couples and I have not felt jealous of you, but uh, there are other instances where I have, and I can't put my finger on exactly why that is or what causes those insecurities and that, that jealous feeling to come up. And see, I think that's a great point because one of the, one of the ways to really work with that emotion, first of all, jealousy is an emotion and emotions are not, I think too often we put positive or negative connotations with our emotions. So like, okay, if you're jealous, then it's bad. But is it bad or is it just an emotion? We experience a range of emotions as humans. So when we put a connotation with it, then instantly you're, if, oh, I'm jealous, I'm a terrible person, you, you feel guilty, you feel shameful, you feel like you're bad, you almost make yourself out to be a villain because Absolutely. you're jealous. Yes. And I think that that's wrong. I think the, the better way to look at it is to say, I'm feeling jealous, which means I'm feeling insecure. Why am I feeling this way? So I don't know per se if it's a better way to look at it. Maybe it's a way to look at it because I, so. I have I have actually kind of had those thought processes in my head and why at with particular people I feel these jealous feelings because you're with them and you're not with me. Um, and then when we're with other people, I don't have those feelings at all. And I don't know what the triggers are um, that causes that emotion to kind of rise up and, and uh, at times be very overwhelming and make me feel extraordinarily insecure. How do you squelch it? I think talking to you after the fact mm-hmm. and you reassuring me that, hey, we are okay and we are good. And I still want to be with you. I'm not going to run away or I'm not going to think that I'm less of a partner. I'm um, not leaving you. Right. No. I mean, just mm-hmm. to hear those words and mm-hmm. to just kind of reconnect, mm-hmm. um, whether it's that same night or the next day. Mm-hmm. And just talk through things and talk through kind of how, what happened and why. What triggers. Yeah. And I still I mean, still, I, to this day, I don't know what triggers that feeling for me, but, mm-hmm. um, or what causes that to kind of come on in it. And it's, um, and I don't know that I'll get the answer. Maybe it'll come to me one day. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But long as we are still communicating and still being very open with one another, then I think that's the important thing is to be able to talk to your partner and really open up and be like, hey, this happened. While, yes, it may have been super erotic and it was a big turn on, I still had this other emotion that just kind of 
Took you by surprise. Took me by surprise and was, uh, you know, overshadowed the, the, um, the moment. So would you say that when you're feeling that way, would you say that any of it has to do with, are you getting what you need from me? Am I filling your cup? Or in that moment, are you feeling unfulfilled and you're needing something from me? I don't know if it's, you do fill my cup. But in that moment, I think it's more of that's where I want to be. I want mm-hmm. to be able to be. You're just craving the closeness with me. Sure. Sometimes but... I have the same thing with you when we when we swing. And and that's the thing is I know that we both love our E&M lifestyle. I know that we both enjoy swinging and being open and the opportunity to explore our sexuality but sometimes it sneaks up on you a little bit and you're like, oh, where did this come from? Why? I mean, I, some of the partners that we have, I, you know, I adore them and there's no reason, like, I love the fact that you're close to them and I love the fact that we get together and that we do what we do and that we have these amazing experiences. And then I think later I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person. Why, why did I feel that way? You know, I know that, at the end of the day where we're going to fall asleep together. It just, it does sneak up on me sometimes. And then I struggle with feeling petty and childish and insecure when those feelings sneak up on me. And so it is, it is sometimes challenging. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever gotten the feelings of feeling childish, but I do feel insecure from time to time. Yeah. And I guess childish in the way of like, I don't want to share. I could see that. That I guess that's what I when I mean childish. That's kind of where I'm going with that. Like, this is mine, and I don't want to share it today. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me, it's just um, I am very much into giving pleasure, mm-hmm. and when I see and hear um, you with someone else uh, occasionally, and like I mentioned earlier, it's certainly not all the time that it does bring on some of these insecurities a little bit Mm -hmm. and you know the feelings of jealousy and i know that you've mentioned that before with me as well Mm -hmm. and i don't know if any of the listeners have ever experienced that before but i think it'd be interesting to know and definitely you know and 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 too if you comment on the blog post on our website please share not only we'd love to hear your stories of how that happens but how you cope and how you deal because that helps all of us. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever talked to anyone in this lifestyle who hasn't said, Oh yeah, I've had to deal with jealousy. Oh yeah. We've, we've had things crop up before. We've, we've definitely, I mean, we have good friends that have been married for almost 25 years and they still have a twinge or two crop up. So it's, it is a well-rounded emotion. (laughs) Sure. Now in what ways do you kind of cope and, and deal with, with some of the feelings that when they crop up for, for me, I remind myself that you're where you want to be, that our relationship is where you want to be, that the swinging and the open relationships that we have are the extra fun stuff, that our core is important to both of us. And that we are on the same page 
and not only the same page, but the same paragraph of the same book, and that we know where we're at. And if I remind myself of those things, then it's easier for me to cope. And it's easier for me to say, okay, this is, this is a momentary thing. I'm not, I know that I love this. I know that I like, you know, I know that we're in this together and that we, this is something we really enjoy. So that's how I kind of cope through. And when it's really bad, that's when I come to you and I say, are we good? And you say, of course we are. I'm right where I want to be. And that's pretty much all I need. So yeah. It's the reassurance, I think, which makes it, and I know that reaffirming, 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 wow, I, I do speak English as a first language mostly. <laughs> My goodness, that was a rough one. I know that that can get tiresome in a relationship sometimes, but it, it is important, I think, um, especially when you're practicing E&M because insecurities are are very easy for a lot of people right so i, I it, they easily come up for a lot of people sure sure so, and um, have you ever experienced that in the past oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely now was it easy to to deal with that in the past or was it more difficult it was more difficult because of my partners because in those relationships my cup wasn't being filled and when i felt jealous or when I felt upset about something and I go to them, I would go to them and try to say, I don't, I'm not feeling right. I feel jealous or I feel insecure. Um, instead of the affirmation that I needed mm -hmm. to get from them, I would get anger or resentment or frustration. Sure. Which makes you just not want to go to your partner when you're upset. If you if you are already upset and then you go to them and you say, and you think if you go to them that they're going to just fly off the handle or be like, Julie, what the fuck is your problem? We've been through this a million times. Then you're going to want to not go to them. You're going to you're going to keep it inside. You're going to internalize, and that is not a good thing because that's just going to start to actually lead to resentment for me. Sure. Because I feel like I am, I am a giving, wonderful lover who would give my partner whatever they needed. And if I don't feel like I can get the same thing back, then it's going to hurt at first. And then that hurt leads to resentment. And that resentment leads to really hard feelings. Sure. So I, I think I've experienced the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it does kind of take that same path of, of okay, I'm not being hurt. And now my feelings are hurt. And that in turn, if that if that process continues, then it definitely does lead to resentment and and frustration. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that's a, I kind of think that's a commonality for us. And I think it's a com I think it's something that other people that I've talked to have the same issues. It it really takes such great communication and being able to know that you can go to your partner when you feel these feelings. And whether they're insecure feelings or jealous feelings, sometimes those two things are so interwoven, you know, like they certainly can be depending on the situation. Are you, and this steps way out of, out of, uh, sexuality in itself. And it, it could lead to other aspects of your relationship. Now, I don't want to delve into a lot of that, but I mean, this, this kind of transcends into 
you know, other parts of your relationship? Are, are you, could you be jealous of, of your partner spending too much time with maybe a parent or, you know, a really close friend mm -hmm. or something like that? Mm -hmm. Um, or even a hobby, maybe they're devoting too much time to a hobby. Right. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. When I was, when I was a teenager, I remember my dad went through this phase with golf. Oh my God. That's all he did all the time. Like 24 seven. And I think back on that and I think, my God, if I was my mom, I'd have been like, what is your problem? <laughs> no, I don't want to go golfing. <laughs> right. But yeah, I can see, I can, I mean, that's a very basic example, but I can see where you're coming from with that. So. Yeah. Um, so one other thing I wanted to bring up is heteronormativity. So the idea that we do things because it's normalized. So sometimes I, I okay. do wonder if when we're jealous of something, are we truly jealous because of how we feel or are we jealous because E&M lifestyles are not exactly the societal norm, right? So, sure. you know, okay, I, I, as a woman, we're, we're like we're raised to believe in the Cinderella fairy tale, right? We're going to, we're going to get married in a beautiful dress and everyone's going to be so excited and the shoe's going to fit perfectly. And he's Prince Charming and it's happily ever after. And then there's going to be the a pumpkin. There might be a pumpkin. I like pumpkin. <laughs> I like the cute little mice better. Yeah. You don't like the, the I'm not so much more of a the mice turn into horses and then the pumpkin, I know, but you like the cute mice better. You. Not the big white stallions and the, all the gigantic. We've had arguments about me feeding the squirrels. You know how this is going to go. I'm a total Snow White. I'm not a Cinderella. I need true. all my little woodland creatures to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we have had the conversation. They really, really like the chickpeas. I, I know they like chickpeas. <laughs> anyway. Um. No, but we're led to believe that white picket fence fantasy, right? Absolutely. And I, so, I mean, I don't think it's just women, and I don't mean to interrupt oh. you, but I, I don't think it's just women that, that are taught that. Yeah? I mean, you figure the first couple of books you read as a child are Sea Spot Run and, um, or, you know, Jack and Jill. Right. So. Um, so you're kind of led to believe the same thing. Sure. I always thought that, you know, hey, three-bedroom house, white picket fence, a dog and a cat, and two point five kids and ha happily ever after you know and mm -hmm. I, I think that is while some people completely embrace that mm -hmm. you can't everybody doesn't fit into that into the mold into that mold so here's the thing when you don't fit in the mold and you have a relationship like ours which is definitely not in that mold right then when thing when situations crop up where you're sharing your partner are those jealousy feelings that you're having really yours or are they carryover from what you were always kind of pushed to believe That's like cinderella was not sharing her prince yeah no 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 right Maybe. snow white didn't get in on that action well I'd be kind of I'd pay for that. Right? Wow. Oh, we need some pay, costumes. I'd pay for that action. Would you? I'd pay to watch that action. I, can I get a Snow White costume? Well, I'm just saying we got to find a I can Cinderella. Rock that. I know. I know a few. Do you? I do. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Back to the. 
Wow, you're off subject tonight. <laughs> I am off subject tonight. So that you you actually bring up a really interesting point, and I would like to get some comments on that. If if anybody would like to kind of reach out and, and post some comments, do you yeah. feel like society kind of uh, helps? Um, foster yeah. some of the jealousy that we have in our relationships. I kind of wonder. I really do. I mean, everything is a Hallmark holiday. It's it's supposed to be. But you know what? I don't really understand that. I mean, the Hallmark commercials are cute and all during the holidays, but I don't know. Like, I don't know about our listeners, but my family, it is not like that. It's total fucking chaos. There's too many people. There's too much food to make. There's not enough space. It's just. It's a lot. By the end of Thanksgiving, I'm ready to just be like, fuck it, let's go to Cracker Barrel. I am seriously am. They make turkey there. It's a lot. If it, if it was just like five people. I'm getting stressed just listening to you. I know, it's a lot. And, <laughs> and it just seems like every year, oh, we're going to be so organized. We're going to get it down. We've got it going. And then, no. And then it's just, and it's just like, I don't know, that flies out the window and so and so and everyone has to make a different dish and everyone has to do a different thing and everybody needs the oven and there's one oven and 50 things to bake and i'm sure i am not the only person who feels this way so yeah i'm not sure how we got on that subject but yeah hallmark holidays don't exist i know that you did not like thanksgiving that much i mean i like it just fine as long as i i think it's great that everyone gets together i just wish that we didn't have to do 50 different dishes I, I agree. There should be just like 10. I feel like there should be like three. <laughs> we, well, turkey is one of them, so... Right. Turkey, mashed potatoes, green beans, done. Stuffing. You gotta have stuffing. Oh, see, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Everybody has a thing. I like stuffing. I, well, you... <laughs> and more Do you? More. Do you like stuffing? Do you want to come stuff my bird? <laughs> my goodness gracious. Well... So, so, you know, that's something to think about, though. Do you do we compare ourselves to our vanilla friends? Yeah. Like, do we and then and then when we compare, do we end up leaning one way or the other? Right. This and does that spark it? Yeah, I, I think for me, um, I would like to actually think about that a little bit more because I think society actually does kind of put a little bit of pressure on us. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to feel this way yes. because, you know what, your partner's not supposed to do X, Y, Z. Right. Right. And so if they're doing X, Y, Z, or they're doing (laughs) X, Y, and Z, then what are they not doing for you? Right. Well, I mean... Or what are they not not giving you? I don't know for me if it's not that they're not giving me this. Mm -hmm. It's more of, hey, society tells us that they're not supposed to be doing X, Y, Z. You're Mm -hmm. not supposed to be kissing someone else. You're not supposed to be touching someone else right and because if you love your partner you, you with someone else exactly because it's we're taught that if you truly love someone then you don't desire anyone else right which i think is a load of crap which is i think i think it as far as humans go i don't think that we're meant Mm-mm. we're not wired in the sense of hey i am now with this one person i am going to be with this one person for the rest of my life and I'm not supposed to have any feelings or find anyone else attractive. Right. Um, to and, me, that's kind of a weird feeling. It's, I mean, I'm like, I, I guess you could ha- maybe not act on it, 
but you're going to have the thoughts. I think people that deny that they even have the thoughts are maybe just lying to themselves because I feel like you're going to at least have that thought process of, oh man, that guy's hot or wow, she's beautiful, you know? Well, so for me, I mean, in my past, I have had those thoughts and feelings, but I was never comfortable enough to share them. Mm. Now you can. But... And that's another interesting point is because I had that mentality like, okay, this is supposed to be my person Mm -hmm. and I can't, I shouldn't be thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, hey, I I ran into this person and, you know, had a five minute conversation and they were really cool. And if given the opportunity, I'd like to talk to them again, you know, not to actually act out on anything. Just, hey, I think they're an interesting person. Right. And I, I, we kind of, have some of the same similar viewpoints and some of the thought same thought processes. Mm-hmm. So, is is it wrong for my partner to think that that they're jealous of that? Well, and there's the thing is if you were to say to your previous partner, "Oh my gosh, I ran into this woman from high school and we had a five minute conversation in the grocery store and it was awesome and." I wouldn't mind, you know, looking her up on Facebook and maybe having coffee sometime because she said she was really into art and she was doing this project and I'd be interested in helping with that project. And then to know, is that going to spark jealousy in my partner if I do that? Right. Right? Like you weren't thinking necessarily in a sexual way in that moment, but is your partner going to be jealous? Oh, he's going to leave me. He's going to go sleep with her. He's going to have an affair behind my back. Or, yeah, he's pursuing this other relationship now. Right. So, so I think that does happen a lot in monogamous relationships. But in open relationships, the theory would be that that shouldn't be such an issue. Well, as long as you're open with your partner. Right. Now, I think when you try to hide it or you don't divulge to your partner, like, hey, I ran into Susie mm-hmm. and, you know, I've known her for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, hey, we're going to go have coffee. Right. Uh, we're just going to catch up. And and I think that's where trust comes in. Sure. And you have to have faith and trust your partner. Absolutely. So. But is. then again, you know, that, that all stems back to is, does society put those things on you? It does. But I think that having faith and trust comes from having a little bit of faith in yourself. Like, I'm enough, Right. I'm enough for my partner. I'm enough. I, Julie, am enough for Matt. And so I think that uh, sometimes jealousy can come from our partner being with someone or meeting someone else who we perceive as better than us. Absolutely. And then we're like, oh, wow, that person is like, you know. A 10 compared right? to Right, and I'm like a four. Right. And, oh, my God, Matt, Matt's going to leave me because I'm not nearly, I don't have legs like that. I don't have a laugh like that. I am, you know, all these things that this person isn't. Right. And I know that I, I particularly have felt that way with one partner that you had um, a while back. And I, when I looked at her, what I saw in her was this amazing, beautiful person, just a really beautiful soul and someone so patient and so kind and so well-educated and just a lot of things that I am not. And, uh, it really intimidated me, really made me feel vulnerable and a little jealous and not really knowing how to sort those feelings because 
I did feel like I wasn't enough. So that was a tough one. So for our listeners, how did you deal with that? And how, how we had a lot of conversations. <laughs> we Matt, did, Matt is smiling at me right now because he remembers this. But... I do, but I, I mean to kind of help our listeners out to understand the situation. So I had met this individual and we just really kind of clicked and it was, it was really interesting on my part because it was just like we, I talked, we had some commonalities that you and I don't share Mm -hmm. and I was able to kind of like um, talk about those with her and kind of like explore that a little bit with her. I think there were a few boxes that she could check for you that I couldn't. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it was too the first time that you, that since we had been together, that you had met someone that really did check boxes for you. And, it, and then it kind of was like, oh, wait a minute. I, there's things that she can do for him that I can't. Yeah. And so giving her the space to do that and giving you the space to be with her and get those things at first was hard because I think as a partner, you always want to fill your other part. You, you always want to be the most amazing and the best and the, and you want your primary partner to be so fulfilled and so happy. So yeah, it's a, it's a hard one. Yeah, it is. It's very difficult. And so what did I do for you to kind of reassure you and help quell some of those jealous feelings that you had? You shared with me everything about her. Every, every kind, like you, when you guys would talk, you would tell me, oh, I got to talk to her and this is what we talked about. You were really good about um, if you two went out, you would call me on the way home and you'd be talking to me about how your date went and how things were. Um, you shared so much. You shared so much that I felt like I knew what was going on. I felt like I knew where your head was. It wasn't just, oh, I have a date. Uh, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. It was a, it was a very deep level of, of sharing. And I think that that actually really helped me to understand why she was such an amazing person for you to be around and why you were attracted to her and why that was such a wonderful thing for you. Mm -hmm. And so those things combined with you saying, she is amazing and wonderful, but this is where I want to be. You are where I want to be. You are my primary. You are my core. Reaffirming those things, the sharing and the reaffirming is where it's at for me. So I just need to hear from you that those things are still consistent. And sometimes I need to hear them consistently. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad I can do that for you. I'm glad that I can reassure you in a way that kind of helps, um, that has helped and continues to help you uh, know where I want to be. And I know that when I, when insecurity and jealousy has cropped up for me, and I bring those to you, you know, we certainly have those same conversations and I think it's it's certainly um, we try to reassure each other the best we can mm-hmm. that... there's been some for you I know there has been times when you felt terribly insecure yeah and 
then I think, oh my goodness, you know, I, I don't want Matt to feel that way. And what can I do? What can I, how can I help you? I'm not going anywhere. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, I mean, you, you, we, you certainly have, and we've talked in great depth on, on both ends of kind of how we felt. And I know for the, the one instance with the person, um, that we were referring to, like, I know that it was really tough for you at first. It was. Um, it really was. And Julie, you know, she, she told me, she had to come out and was like, hey, this is really, really hard for me. And this is really difficult. It, you know, I know I shouldn't be having these feelings. I know that this is silly. And I know this is that you want to be here with me. But when you're out with her, this is, I, I just, I sit at home and I worry. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. I know that. And that's a hard thing. Oh, it's so hard to admit to those feelings. It, and, you know, that's the funny thing is that, that, and now that we kind of know, we've talked about this a lot, but, you know, I couldn't wait to get on the phone with you or talk to you when I was, you know, when our date was over or mm -hmm. when I was, you know, when, when, uh, when, I, when I had the opportunity to talk to you. Right. Because I wanted to share so much with you and be like, hey, this happened and this happened. And mm -hmm. we went here and we ate dinner there and it was just amazing. I can't wait to take you there. And mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I think that's the, the one of the positive things with with the the E&M relationship is that I can't wait to share with you what happened or even when you're out with somebody and like, Hey, you, you want to call me and you want to tell me. I do. Yeah. You know. Usually like, as soon as I get in the car, I'll be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. He it was me. Yeah. It yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> or it was, Oh my God, it was so amazing. I have tingles and goosebumps because right? I'm pretty sure I've been on both ends of that spectrum. <laughs> you have. You were like, yeah. And he did this and this and this, and then he blew his nose and there was just like, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. There have been a few of those. Right. But they there's been. They can't all be winners. No, they can't. But there's also <laughs> been the guys that I'm like, oh, he walked you to your car. He made sure you got there mm -hmm. safely. Right. That is fantastic. When are you going out Matt again? is all about personal safety, ladies and gentlemen. He is the champion of personal safety. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that I probably worry him a little bit because I'm not the most observant person. I'm actually, She's getting better. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm kind of in my own little head zone, and yeah, I'm. I'm if you wave to me when you drive by, I won't see you. I just, I'm not gonna. I'm the worst about that kind of stuff. But I think the thing to drive home here is to remember that E&M relationships are, they they center around love. They they center around the love that we have for our partners, the love that we have for other people. And just the love that we have for ourselves. And so give yourself a little grace when you have jealous feelings because everybody has them. It's how you deal with them. And I would really encourage you to find the root of it. Why are you feeling that way? Is it because your partner hasn't had time for you lately? Is it because it's triggering things from your past? Get to the root of it so that when you share, and you should share even though, fuck, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it certainly can be. 
and it, it can be difficult. I mean, so, but I think that's where trust and let giving your partner that grace and that, that space to really open up and not, and not just jump right back down and yeah. like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're well, you'd rather know if you're feeling at all jealous in a situation or at all insecure, I would want to know. Absolutely. I don't want you going around feeling that way. It's a terrible thing. I want you happy. Yeah. And well, so, and I want the same for you. Right. And I, I think, I think that most people in this lifestyle do, they want mm-hmm. their partner to be happy, whether that's, whether it's a, it's an E&M relationship or whether it's a, just a, as we refer to it as a vanilla relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I this mean, is good vanilla advice too tonight. You can apply all this stuff. Well, maybe like, maybe, okay. 60%. but i think i think it's important that to give you know to give that space to your partner yes and just to to trust them enough to open up and i think that's what helps relationships grow is to Mm -hmm. be able to open things up and be like hey i am feeling this because this happened Mm -hmm. and don't and so if you can if you can not be defensive when your partner opens up and says, we had this, we had an experience last weekend, you know, we had a, a swinging a swap, we were out with another couple, and when you were kissing her, I kind of felt weird, and I felt jealous, and I felt not good about that, and rather than be defensive and be like, well, you said you wanted to do this, and, you know, that's just what we're going to, and you were over there kissing that guy, that defensiveness is going to shut everything down, and you, you don't want to be defensive, you want to you want to try to look at the situation through your partner's eyes so that you can relate to them and figure out what the cause of the problem is because the defensiveness and the striking back is, is going to shut your partner down. At least it shuts me down. Yeah. It automatically puts you on the defensive. Right. So that's probably, in my opinion, that wouldn't get you very far. I think it would be better to, to try to, look at the other side of the coin even though that can be hard because you're going to be like on the inside you're gonna be like i thought we were on the same page about this exactly so so yep i think that is definitely something to to keep in mind yeah so So i think for the takeaways for Mm -hmm. us is to kind of you know acknowledge your feelings yes Um, get to the root of why you feel the way you do yeah absolutely um and love yourself you know Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, it's you and your partner and you guys have to figure that out together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's something that happened in your past or it's something that you and your partner have experienced that triggers those emotions for you, you know, jealousy is normal. It's healthy. It's a it's a doorway to to um, explore some more communication. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a doorway to exploring deeper emotions and why you feel the way you do. And you can come out of it on the other side, knowing your partner better and coming up with some great strategies that can instantly reassure and instantly reaffirm, Yeah, which is super important to have that connection. Well, I hope this was great information for our listeners out there and that they that everyone gained something from this one. <laughs> so if you would like to comment, we'd love to hear your stories and maybe some advice that we may have missed. Absolutely. I'm sure there's a million other ways out there. <laughs> so we would like to thank you for listening and 
if you would please check out our podcast. Uh, we are checking out our podcast. Check out our website. <laughs> check out our website at American-Poly.com. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Poly.com.